Hey, yo, what's good? This is Mr. Why So Serious, Stevie Johnson. And I want to say Happy New Year's and Merry Christmas to my UK Bills backers. Continue to handle biz and have fun. One love. That, Bills Mafia, was a special Christmas message from Stevie Johnson to all UK Bills Mafia. Welcome to the Red, White and Buffalo Blues. Happy Christmas. Alex and Matt here. Let's talk Patriots. Alex, how you doing? I'm good. Merry Christmas, Matt, and Merry Christmas to everyone listening. Um, you know, all I want for Christmas is a goddamn W. <laughs> I mean, I don't care about anything else, honestly. Oh, you don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree? No. <laughs> I'll give them, I'll, I'll, in, in their boxes, I'll give them away if the bills. <laughs> you. Obviously, it's a day after, but whatever, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Boxing Day, a day where, of course, the tradition was that the upper class society in England would wrap up presents, um, boxes of presents for their uh, for the servants. Oh, okay. That's, so that's the origin. Box, of they box them up. That's why it's called Boxing Day, is it? Pretty much, yes. It's not. It's not Boxing Day, as in there was a load of boxing matches going on. <laughs> uh, the fact that um, it's called Boxing Day because. It was a rich gift, box-up gift to give to the poor. Okay. Well, in that, in that case, hey, Roger Goodell, um, can we get some calls to go our way? <laughs> you know? I mean, give, give, give us a little something there, all right? We're one of the poorest teams in the league. Help us out. Yeah. So let's, let's dig in. What yeah. is your main yeah. talking point on this uh, for this game, other than, obviously, the winner – controls their own destiny in the, yeah. the AFC East. Um, obviously, after that last loss, we were all, you know, not everybody was like, oh, it's over because a lot of people knew the math. But, you know, losing that game, it felt like it was over. But then we got an early Christmas gift from the Colts and the schedule gods gave us the lowly Panthers. So <laughs> things are kind of, it's like two weeks ago, it was, um, it was, you know, this is the game. And now yeah. here we are again, this is the game. So, uh, you know, definitely a 2.0 in that scenario. Um, look, uh, I, I can't imagine the Patriots doing anything different on offense. Um, mm-hmm. They know that Mac Jones throwing the ball is a weakness. They know that we have one of the best passing defenses, even without Tredavious White. So Mac Jones throwing the ball more is only going to play into our hands. Uh we almost had, I hate being that guy. We all, if this, 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 and this happened, then we would have won, you know, but the fact remains is that if we score in the red zone, then that, then we win that game. Uh, that plus Mac Jones throwing more, um, you know, I don't care if this is played in Foxborough. I don't, I don't care if it's played on Mars. Um, I really like our chances here uh, as long as, and I, I know I'm throwing a lot out there at the start. This is like my fourth talking point. If Sean McDermott can just chill the out, if he could just calm down a little bit, uh, do what we do best. You know, I think this year was a lot of, all right, everyone's expecting us to do this. So let's do this differently. Let's do this different. Let's do this differently. And hey, it worked last year, you know, make minor adjustments. He wanted to be this smash mouth football team. It's just like, obviously, yeah, you have to win on the line of scrimmage. But 
do it for the passing game, not in the running game, you know, let Josh cook, get Isaiah McKenzie in there. You know, you have to now because of Beasley, we're not going to talk about that. Um, (laughs) And just, you know, blitz the hell out of Mac Jones and cover the, cover the tight ends. And, you know, we're, we're going to, I think this is a really good matchup for us. I mean, you look at the stats from the last game, Ramondra Stevenson, 24 carries for 78 yards, you know, um, yeah, we had a blown coverage on that Damian Harris. I'm not going to be one of those, oh, take away this play. Like the play happened, you know? Yeah. I used to, I used to play uh, hockey and um, we, we won a game like three to one or something. It was really close game. And in the, we were shaking hands after the game. And the one guy was like, man, if it wasn't for your goalie, we would have won. I'm like, yeah, well, he's on our fucking team. So like, what is that (laughs) point that you're even trying to make, you know? So like that play happened and it's one of the reasons why we lost the game, but um, that's an outlier play, you know, a 64 yard run is an outlier that doesn't happen every game. So. Well, I think there's question marks on, on Harris at the moment. Yeah. 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 With the injury and even Mm -hmm. um, Stevenson actually got put onto the, um, the injury report missed the Wednesday practice. Um, due to an illness so yeah. it's possible that it could even come down to suffocating the run we've got star back and harrison phillips has had a really good spell mm-hmm. maybe it's because he knows he's coming to the end of the contract and he decided to play to ball out yeah but we he's played a lot better and in the one tech and obviously star back cooped oh. with I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Star is going to play. On today's injury report that just came out like five minutes ago, he was, uh, did not practice due to personal reasons, which, uh, you know, I'm not going to try and guess. So, no. So it could be a case that if we suffocate the run, then force Belichick's hand to go with, um, with Mac Jones and throwing it. And let's say they'll use their weakness against him with, with obviously their COVID issues with their wide receivers and mm-hmm. even looking at their um, their reports. They've got Aguilar and concussion. Neil Harry hit, but there was talk about COVID as well. Um, what was it? Kendrick Bourne, COVID. And even on their defensive sides, they've got issues with um, Barmore, Bentley, Phillips, guys that actually did well against us so it's almost like the tides turning the tides turned from the first game where we had seemed to have a bit more of the injury um injury bad luck towards the patriots doing it so seeing it's almost even out so to speak mm. but it's, it's just a game plan of just getting your game game back to how it was last week last week i think was probably the best offense balanced offense seen in a while yeah Yeah, absolutely and it's not even like singletary got his yards in the fourth quarter with the game out of reach the game Mm. was a little bit close even into the beginning of the fourth quarter but uh singletary had really good yards (coughs) game you know and and i would even like to argue that if you give zach moss's eight carries in that last patriots game to devin singletary I think that you would have a little bit better of an opportunity there. Um, yeah. 
if you convince Josh, I mean, you know, if you tell Josh, you know, if, if you're, especially with the Patriots secondary being so good with, if your read isn't there, then just go. Like I, I I'll take him against anybody that they're having on contain, you know, mm. um, I think Josh Allen is going to take some hits in this game. I think he's going to give every ounce of blood, sweat and tears that he has to this game to get this W and, you know, I'll take Josh Allen over Mac Jones any day, uh, you know, yeah. obviously anybody in the right mind would. And uh, a pissed off Josh Allen, a Josh Allen who knows he has to do everything he can to win, you know, a second quarter versus Tampa Bay, Josh Allen, all game against New England here. Uh, I can't wait. I, I want to yeah. watch that. I think the key is also gabe davis we've talked about it last week mm-hmm. he exploded again this week he in limited snaps he's probably become the number two go-to guy absolutely and you know i mean a lot of us expected that to happen at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and i think this is just another example of mcdermott just tinkering too much <coughs> you know? maybe this is the case on the defensive line as well where you know uh i know that Epinesa and Basham and Rousseau, their pass rush pressure rate over the last few games has been awful. Maybe it's just because of the rotation. Maybe it's because McDermott's inability to trust young guys at the start of their careers. Um, you know, that could be one of the things, you know, we don't have an answer. No one's asking yeah. that question, but yeah. <coughs> Davis more targets the guy gets open the guy makes spectacular catches and you know just and I'm just I I always kind of come back to this almost every show like when there's more of a threat on the outside that just opens things up for Dawson Knox and and his connection that he's had with Allen this year getting stronger um, you know uh, more weapons equals you know more opportunities it's just it's just (coughs) because when we, when we look at how great, you know, and how happy we are with Gabe Davis and Dawson Knox this year stepping up and Diggs, obviously. Um, and Beasley has looked fine when he gets the opportunity. Just the red zone woes is the biggest issue I have. Yeah. Oh, go, yeah. If we go into Foxborough and we kick field goals, we are going to lose. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think it is, that has always been the issue the red zone this season has been the issue we said time and time again they can dial stuff up i mean we know josh get even i know i hate josh doing designed running plays for him but in the red zone mm-hmm. do it yeah i'd rather do yeah, it in the red zone doing it you know i'd rather have him do the the quarterback runs in the um in the end zone in the, in the red zone because it just means if he loses it or fumbles it Patriots will have to go down the whole field to try and actually um, to score. Yeah. If he did it, say, on our 30 or on our 40 and fumble, it's a short field. So I'd rather that than him actually um, him doing in the end zone, in the uh, in the red zone. When he Singletary got his, got his touchdown in the end zone, in the red. Why do you keep calling it the end zone? It's the red zone. Because <laughs> you want um, to get in the end zone, yeah. Yeah. And Gabe Davis is probably one of our biggest red zone, red zone players at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Him and Dawson Knox in the red zone. Absolutely. You know, it's, 
I just pulled up the conversion chart here, and I think we were absolutely spoiled last year. Um, what rank do you think the Bills are in red zone touchdown percentage? This year or last year? This year. Red zone touchdown. When they get into the red zone, how often do they con convert a touchdown? Yes. What rank? 22nd. They're 12th. Okay, I was way off. <laughs> 60.7%. That's, you know, better than Cincinnati, better than Tennessee. That's better than the Rams, better than the Chiefs, better than the Packers, way better than the Patriots at 54%. The Cowboys, 53%. There are good teams in the playoffs that aren't converting in the red zone. Whereas, mm. I mean, Seattle is at 64%. They're fourth. It's a weird stat. Um, but obviously, first, San Francisco, Tampa Bay, you know, those are teams that are obviously going to make the playoffs. Baltimore's up there. Um, Arizona's eighth. Chargers, tenth. Um, yeah. But last year, right? We like, What was it last year? Like, that's got to be about 70, 70% or something like that. Last year. Let's get down there. Come on. Last year it was no shit. What last year it was 61.8%. So we're so we're almost level. It's the same thing, yeah. So I wonder why it feels so much maybe we, we had to have just been scoring longer touchdowns last year. I mean, what it was last year was we were the best on third down, 49.7%. So in terms of conversions, that Oh my God, we were 80% on fourth down last year. Do you know what we are this year? You don't even want to know. 41%. Hang on, oh, lost it. Hang on. It's bad. <laughs> Let me get it here. It is. I, I have just moved house and I have slower internet, so I apologize. 45.6. 45? Yeah. Oh, it's close. I said 41. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's still fourth in the league. It just seems like I'd love yeah. to, cry. I'd love to, you know, if I wasn't moving, I would spend hours. I would spend days trying to figure out what the difference is between this year and last year, because a lot of these stats are just the same as last year. Josh Allen mm -hmm. said nearly the same as last year. Just what's and the defense is better than last year. It's just, you know, it's just crazy to think. But, um, you know, staying on stats, one thing that jumped out to me, and as I said at the top of the show, making Mac Jones throw the ball more, they have a higher yards per completion than the Bills. Yeah. It's 11.2 to our 10.8. Their yards per attempt is 7.7, .7, where ours is seven. Now, that doesn't seem like a lot, but that means that Mac Jones doesn't dump off. If yeah. I firmly believe that with the strength of our secondary, if Mac Jones is throwing the ball, you know, seven plus yards down the field that's going into Milano's hands that's going into Taron Johnson's hands that's going into Jordan Poyer's hands 
And I think that's where we win this game. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about fourth down. Let's just quick third down. This is a stat which is, which will, I don't know, confuse you, Rashi. I think, what the hell? Josh Allen, where's he rate? Without looking, where's he rate in third down completion percentage? Yeah, qualify, you got to have a minimum of 100 dropbacks. And 29 quarterbacks actually qualify for this. Where do you think he ranked? Fifth. Out of 20. Out of 29. Fifth. No. 24th. Oof. With 52.3%. Right. Lower than him. There's that. Hertz, Wilson, Lawrence, Mayfield, Russell Wilson. Do you know what the other thing is? The Bills are number three on third down offense in the NFL at 45.6% conversion rate. So... So we're running for first downs. It looks that like way, yeah. Yeah, but we've got we're better as a, as a team overall. We're we're third with forty five percent of um, third down completion. Yet Josh Allen has got the worst quarterback third down completion, or twenty fourth in third down quarterback completion. That's wild. That's just weird. I wonder but, what the reason is for that. Yeah. So I mean that. And that, and I mean, you look at it as well, you talk about the rotation all that, especially pressure on um, Mac Jones, get it on the face. We'll have to give a shout out to F.A. Abada. Absolutely. Player of the week, two two sacks, a couple of hurries and all that. Uh, where's the he looked snacks? really good. Yeah. I, mean, I think he only had like 18 total snaps in the game, but he made himself seen and if that means that you know you're getting a little less out of Mario Addison, then okay. He's 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 done. He's delivered more sack production against the Panthers than Epinesa has done all season. Mm-hmm. Uh, where is it? He is the seventh. He's seventh in NFL in pressures per pass rush snaps among interior defensive linemen with a hundred plus pass rush snaps. Tied for the team lead in sacks, despite, well, he's not tied for the team lead in sacks. He's only 0.5 behind. Well, yeah. Um, and he's, and the last five sacks, who, who do you think has been given, who's had the last five sacks? The last five sacks we've had, mm-hmm. obviously, Abad's got two. Who has the others? Uh, Boogie Basham has one. I want to, uh, Taron Johnson has one. I think they've all come from the secondary or linebackers, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry. Let's talk defensive defensive line. Okay. The last. Let me just get back up because I've just lost it. It just disappeared from my screen. Where is it? Uh, yeah. Bills defensive lineman to record a sack over the last three games. Rabada two. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. two others on that list. Well, it's just Boogie Basham and then... Nope. Not, he, didn't he have one against Carolina? No. Nope. All right, hit, just hit me with the answer. Eli Anku. Oh, yep, yep, I remember that one. And Star. Oh, really? Okay. They're the, they're the only three defensive linemen to score, to record a sack over the last three games. Yeah, that's frustrating. I mean, what are we paying all these guys for? <laughs> but... 
you you just see. I mean, but we're, but we're one of the top teams in in pressure rate. It's just so frustrating to see yeah. that stat and then not have it lead to because it's not leading to turnovers and it's not leading to sacks. So what is it leading to? You know. Mm. I mean, it's obviously it leads into interceptions, um, for the, and um, and incomplete passes because we're getting the pressure on there. But we need to see a bit more of that yeah. to really, really put the put the squeeze on this Patriots offense. And I it's think crazy. second in the league in pressure rate, you mm. have one hundred and forty six total pressures. You know mm-hmm. that top ten. But, you know, in terms of sacks, we're all the way down in the bottom quarter of the league with 27. Yep. Because it's, it's pressure, sure, but QB knockdowns, we're only at 9.5%, which is middle of the pack. It's not bad, yeah. you know? If, if, that's, if that's the one criticism you're going to have on this defense – that's your only criticism, but yeah, yeah absolutely. And I, well, it's not. I mean, it's it's stopping the the big the, the big run. Well, yeah, you know. I mean, but just look at that and the way we put up. That is going to be the key. We get we carry on with this pressure on Mac Jones. Um, try and suffocate the um run game, which Belichick will most likely run, seeing how it worked in the last game, and just let Josh Allen. Take the shackles off Josh Allen for the game. Yeah, for and sure. Get Gabe Davis. This is this this is the this is the this is what you need when you play a team with a winning record. You hmm. can't have a deficiency. You yeah. have to be able to stop the run, get to the quarterback, mm-hmm. pass well, and run the ball well. That's what yeah. you got to do in the playoffs. That's what you got to do against teams with winning records. And this is a game that McDermott. And Dable and Frazier have to just channel their inner, you know, uh, coach of the year. You know, they have they have to do that to win this game. I think. Um, yeah. The talent is on the field is in our favor. The coaches just have to put them in the opportunity to win, and, and I think that's just been what the the biggest setback has been this year so uh will it happen um i don't know do you know does anybody no we just got to wait and see what happens on the field um are you nervous not as nervous as i thought i'd be yes there is nerves coming into it because a loss here could see us out of the playoff um playoff positions for now but i think that we but, yeah three games and get in the, in the wild card but you know you don't want that you want the division right yeah of course so you want to at least get a seed so you're playing at home for that first game so yeah it can make it can make a difference on there mm-hmm. and so there is a bit of nerves in there but as some as most of the players say it just it's, it's just another game yes it's got implications it'll have implications because the team will control its destiny win out and we're division champs and more than likely probably going to be a third or fourth seed depending on how other results go and i mean with the chiefs at the moment how they're being decimated there could yeah be a few things there but that COVID only hurt them for one game but no, you know what? I prefer them to not treat this like just another game. 
I want to see them get absolutely fucking amped up for this. I want <laughs> them to know that they are, I know that in the locker room they are and they will be. They're going to be so high on, you know, every kind of, you know, level. Hmm. just need to convey to the public and the media, oh, well, yeah, it's just another game. We're going to compete. You know, they got to read the script. But, you know, I absolutely believe that these guys know what this game means. And you know what? So does New England because, you know, they're, they want to reclaim the division. You know, about, I mean, it's the same team, essentially, just with a new quarterback. Yeah. So they know what's at stake here. Uh, you know, they can put – you know, their flag back on the division if they, you know, can, and they don't want to, you know, lose that opportunity. So let's go into their house and take it from them. Yep. The billboard's back up um, from last year or last year or the year before. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but so what's your, what's your position? Position? Your position is actually sitting in front of a mic actually talking about the game. What's your prediction? You know, I, I haven't put that together and I'm, <gasps> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give one. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to have any expectations or assumptions going into this game. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think, I think it's going to be, as much as I hate that stat, um, they said that we're, what, 5-0 and after in, um, was it, one-score games. And when we score over however many points it was, we're, what do you call it? Let's have a look. Game... Um, in one score games, we're like one and four. Oh, and four. Oh, oh no, that's when we scored fewer than 16 points. Okay. We scored fewer than 16 points, we're 0 oh and four. Yeah. When we scored 30 plus points, we're seven and one. Okay. And we've not been good in one score game. So I think this one, we break it. I think it's going to be probably just about a one score game. I'm going to put it on there 24 17. Oh, okay. Uh, you made me do it. I'm going to say 27-24. Okay. Give us a great fucking game. Make it a last-second field goal, 27-24. Yeah. So before we disappear, just to remind everyone, Fitzrover Bell, despite what the government say, they don't know they're bringing any restrictions in at the moment, will be open on um, Boxing Day if you're heading into London or you want to go to London, watch Bill's game with um, with other Bill's, Bill's fans, head over to Fitzrover Bell. Keep following us on Twitter at rwbb underscore podcast at uk underscore bills. Check out Charlie and Tim at Bills from Afar. And then that's at Bills from Afar. Uh, Buffalo Bills UK on Facebook, on YouTube, at UK underscore Bills. And Alex, do you have anything else to say before we sign off? Merry Christmas, go Bills. So thank you for listening, subscribing, keep following, liking, all that jazz. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening for Alex and Matt. Merry Christmas. Have a great one. And let's go Buffalo Bills. Yeah, not us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.